Hello and welcome to Crowbar Kernel Panic, the podcast at the intersection of Linux and gaming. This is episode 19 and we are live streaming to YouTube at the Crowbar Kernel Panic YouTube channel. Uh, please give that a uh, subscribe, like and subscribe. Um, you can send us emails at crowbarkernelpanic at pm.me. You can join us on Discord. I'll leave a link to that in the show notes, but we hang out over at the Mintcast Discord. Um, also, check out... Hey, I did it. I did the Arch install video. We didn't we didn't talk about that before Ooh. going in here, but I finally did it. I, I uh, it, was, uh, it was a little difficult because I came down with a sinus infection that day. It was like... Uh, I can't remember. Oh, it was Black Friday. I was, planning yeah, to, yeah. I was planning to do like a Black Friday live stream. I was planning to just... I'll just, uh, that's how I'll celebrate Black Friday because I don't go shopping. I'll just come in in the morning and uh, I'll just get up early and we'll do an early morning arch install live stream. <laughs> early morning arch install. <laughs> what are you doing? Your morning grind. Yeah, <laughs> right. Dude, you know, Black Friday, they got great deals. Arch is always free. And so <laughs> I just thought that'll be the perfect, that'll be the perfect Black Friday deal is if I just do an arch installation live on stream. But the sinus infection, Really wasn't feeling it. I didn't feel like talking. I did feel like installing Arch because I'd been struggling. <laughs> I'd been in, I'd been like really struggling with some stuff, and and I just wanted to go ahead and like do a new install and fix some things. Um, but I didn't feel like like trying to be witty and and uh, be on camera. So I recorded my entire installation, and then I went back and I recorded commentary over top of it later. Which I don't know. In hindsight, I probably spent as much time doing the commentary as if I had just went ahead and just did the, like if I had just waited, you know, I could have installed a bunch right. or something to get me yep. by. And then whenever I was over the sinus infection, then do the, uh, the live stream. I probably should have just done that in hindsight because, um, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It, it ended up taking eh, me so right. long to, to do, to edit the uh, commentary portion of the video versus just talking next as month's I, as I did install it. when this, when this month's install doesn't right. work anymore. <laughs> <laughs> right yeah that's true to be honest though i did not watch your video and i i, I plan to i just haven't had a chance to i, yeah. I like i haven't watched youtube in oh it's been a while well i i did watch one video with my wife and that was it and that was with our, one of our little youtube videos we watch but other than that i haven't watched youtube in like a long time that's why you uh that's why you're not running arch man you should have watched my video you'd be you'd be running <laughs> no, arch right, right now I don't think so. <laughs> you went back to Fedora. I did. I did. Well, I think later in this episode, we're going to do our, our distribution tier list. And so you'll have your chance to uh, to uh, decide if Fedora really reigns supreme over the rest of the list. I don't know. It's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> I have a strong feeling that it might be the one. Um. So you want to get into some news first off, right yeah. off the bat? You have uh you put in here right at the top Tiny Tina's Wonderland. I do recognize I recognize this uh this title. Uh this is the it's like a D&D esque uh Borderlands yep. type thing. Yep. Um I I watched like a promo for it, but I I didn't really look into it much. Um is it a uh is it like a DLC or something or this is like a whole whole it's, standalone title? It it's like a standalone. It's a standalone title. It's a spin-off of of um borderlands mm -hmm. um and uh it's just yeah it's just a spinoff it's not like it's there's no like tie into the main story or anything like that it's just um 
just like extra content i guess yeah but uh, i guess it's a full-fledged game it's not like i don't really to be honest i don't know a whole ton about it actually joe mentioned it to me and i was just kind of like okay that's a good thing because this is a linux game so i'm assuming it's probably going to be pretty good yeah (laughs) they've all been good i like i really do like borderlands to be honest i mean my friends used to play it all the time yeah um but i just i just fell out of it so i i did the borderlands thing uh Probably Borderlands 2 is the one I played um, yeah. at like land parties. Like it was like a land party yep. game for yep. a little that while. That was a big land land thing. Yep. Yeah. And it is really cool. And it's really cool that, yeah, it's it's a Linux native install. You don't have to run on Proton or anything like that. Yep. And it um, works. It's not like a crappy Linux native port. It's it's not yeah. even a port. It's actually a build. So it's it's pretty nice. I, it, I do like that. About it was like before, um, I mean, I guess Team Fortress was a thing. But it was before, uh, you know, what's the uh, what's the Blizzard game that's like a first-person shooter, but you sort of have an element of, of RPGs. Uh, oh, God. I can't... It's blanking on me. I don't, like, play any Blizzard games anymore, and so, like, their yeah, titles... I don't play many um, at all, so... I can picture... Yeah, sure. I can picture the gorilla dude. I, oh, my gosh. Everybody knows this. Oh, my gosh. Can't believe it's slipping my mind right now. This is... This is 35 years right here. Things just start <laughs> falling out. Um, but yeah, this this was like an early, like it's more RPG focused and you like sort of, I think you even like level up, like you have like a leveling system for your for your character. I know that your guns and, and items in the game. Yeah. Oh yeah. You have a leveling system. Yeah. Yeah. And you, and you, you can modify your guns and all that stuff and um, you pick different, a different um Category, uh, not category, a different um, type of. Oh player. yeah, right. You you have like different classes and things. Yeah. Right. There are specific people in the game, and you just pick them. You don't create your own character. Yeah. Now, and... I don't know about this one. I don't know how this one's going to work, but I do know that that's how normal Borderlands works. Yeah. Well, obviously, this one's going to be a D and D style, so it's going to be quite different than yeah, the uh, original. The, the like clip for it has like rolling giant giant dice and stuff. Like yeah. it's yep. it's pretty wild looking. It's it's kind of it's kind of like um. It's. I want to say it's kind of like that that new game that came out not too long ago. Um, that had all the problems originally. Now I can't think of the game. <laughs> Why um, are we slipping titles? <laughs> man, this is bad tonight. Ah, oh, crap. That the 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 is a specifically D and D, but the one that split off of D and D. That was. It's not. It's like D and D before they changed it. <laughs> Pathfinder. Yes, Pathfinder. Pathfinder. Yeah, Pathfinder. yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of. I, I guess it's gonna be kind of like that, except for it's gonna be more like, I guess, cartoonish. I guess because that's how they've always been with with um, Borderlands. It's been a little more on the cartoonish side, hmm. like looking yeah. at least. They do the cell the cell shaded thing. Cell shaded. I love cell. Like to be honest, that's like my my ultimate like favorite kind of game. Now I understand some games need to be real, like they need to look real. Yeah. But man, when they do a shell cell shaded game right, man, it looks so good. Yeah, like, you I know, still say Wind Waker was my favorite cell shaded game. It does of all look time, really good. Yeah, I don't, I don't care what anyone says. <laughs> I don't like pixelated. Like we were talking about before, like pixelated. How sometimes it seems right. lazy. Like you're, yes. or or yeah. maybe it's an accessibility thing. It's not always like laziness. But you think about the like going from like a pixelated style game to a even cell shaded 3D game is like leaps and bounds as far as like what it takes to make a game. So there's a, so a lot of any developers stay in this kind of like like low res like uh kind of kind of area um right. and uh but cell shaded is a very stylized uh you know way to present your game but yet it it it's uh it doesn't give off that same kind of you know like lack of accessibility 
um, kind of issues that I no, that especially I find not with Borderlands. I mean, they have oh, detail yeah. on their characters. I mean, they they did they do great lighting, and I mean, they have like yeah. the little like wrinkles in your clothing. Like, man, it's it's pretty nice. I do I do like Borderlands. There's a saying in in uh in like art, like traditional art. Um, color gets all the credit, but value does all the work. I think <laughs> I think whenever it comes to uh to games like this that have like the low res yeah. uh kind of style to them. I think that as long as they have really good physics and like particle oh, yeah. uh, physics and like lighting physics, as long as they have all of that stuff, like that can do so much work that that Come like on, they got to have ray tracing. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter how it doesn't matter how low res or low poly count the as long as they have those physics right, then it, it feels modern. Um, right. So Square Enix suspends sales of Final Fantasy fourteen. So. Um, Ouch! Yeah, so this is not like a directly. Why? Well, this is this. All right, so this is not directly Linux uh, gaming related. Uh, you know, this this is obviously about Final Fantasy fourteen. But um, one, I play Final Fantasy fourteen, so that's why it's important for this show. <laughs> but two, exactly. almost every <laughs> Linux gamer I know plays Final for- Fantasy fourteen because it runs so well on Proton. Like it runs better on Proton than it does on Windows. Like I always, I wow. swear to that. Um, and uh, it's it's usually. The first thing I install is ESO, and then after that is Final Fantasy fourteen, and it's gotten even better because now when you in, you used to have to install it and then kind of jump through some hoops to make some changes, now just install that bad boy. Proton will do the work. It'll 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 work from there. I promise you. Um, but the downside is if you've tried to log in in the last like three or four days, or even the last like two weeks, you you basically can't log in. You're oh, in boy. like a huge queue because the game is so popular now, and they just released. Oh yeah. They just released a new expansion, and it it it's 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 so extremely popular that like you are in like a huge queue. You'll wait for hours waiting, <laughs> waiting to get yeah, in the happened, game. That happened to Splitgate when they when they <laughs> yeah. when they got their big like boost of in uh, users. And it's crazy. It's such a good like problem to have, though, right? Like, wouldn't you love oh, yeah. to be uh, a developer that like? You, you like people are just like begging to get into your game. They can't. They're, they're literally standing in virtual lines, um, waiting to get in. Um, yeah, and not leaving either. They're staying like for, for <laughs> yeah. hours and hours. Well, it's like that'd be awesome. I've been waiting. I've been like waiting to log in. But like what I've been doing is, um, I've been I like launch the game. I see how far back in the queue I am, and if it just seems impossible, I just I just give up. I'm not waiting. You know. Um, <laughs> but today. I just, I started it. I worked from home today. And so I went ahead and started it and sat in the queue like during my, my work hours so that whenever I was done with work, I would be like closer to the front of the queue. (laughs) (laughs) I waited through like 2000 people. So I could like, that's like, like before you leave for work, you put it in the queue. And when you come home, you're like logged in. You're like, yeah, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) this is exactly how it was. And, um, I remember doing that back in the day for World of Warcraft 2 for one of their expansions mm-hmm. that that did this. Um but this is a cool thing cuz they're really good. They're a really good company. I, I think that they they have proven that they pay attention to their players. They they do a lot of they take a lot of feedback. Um and this is kind of an example of that. So what they're doing is is they're they're worried that people are going to buy the game and then immediately they're going to cuz you could, you got to buy the game and then buy the expansion. And then you try to log in and you it's impossible. Um, and they don't want people to have that feel bad experience. And so they're basically right. they're they've cut it off. You cannot buy the base game and you can't buy like the collectors, like the 
the collector's edition of the base game. You can still mm-hmm. buy the expansion, and I actually bought the expansion today. That's another thing, too, is like I was not max level, so I really didn't need the expansion yet. Um, but I went ahead and purchased it today just to see if I could, and I knew I was eventually going to mm-hmm. buy it. Um, and uh, you can you can buy the expansion. So if you're already an existing player, then you can buy the expansion and and wait in the queue. But they just don't want that experience for like brand new pair players, and it also just means that there's just more people that are in the queue and making it making it larger. So they're kind of taking this financial hit, um, but to try to have a better you know better experience for for the new purchasers. Um, right. So and I think also today the queue was much lighter than it was yesterday. Um, and if you're an MMO player. Like you, you're if you're an MMO player, you're not new to this problem. Like this happens to like mm-hmm. every time there's a oh, new expansion, yeah. every time there's a new MMO that comes yep. out. Like they they almost always have this problem. And like I said, it's a good problem to have. And I I think this is interesting the way this company is uh, in particular is handling it. Yeah, at least it's not handling it like Blizzard. <laughs> <laughs> they they have been well, they've all they've had some yeah, yeah they've had some bad <laughs> bad press going on. Yeah, I won't get into that. <laughs> so um, I can't. I still. I am still blanking on the name of that damn game. Um, so uh, Valve resu- blah, blah, blah. Valve reduces the size of Steam OS on the Steam Deck by ten gigs. Um, Whoa! <laughs> so the Steam that Deck must be that Arts background or uh, yeah, it's yeah, that's what they got. That's what they got from switching from Ubuntu to Arch or whatever they did. I think that <laughs> happened like a way long time ago. But oh yeah. <laughs> So uh, I read this article on TechSpot. I'll have it linked in the show notes. I'm sure that the original announcement article would have more details, or maybe it doesn't. I'm not sure. But in this article, they don't really describe what they cut in order to make this work. But what I imagine is they they know that the hardware in the Steam Deck is not going to change. Um, right. So they, they can probably cut out a lot of things that are, um, you know, on that. Whoa. <laughs> right. Yeah. They exist for other hardware for other scenarios that they know that their product is never going to be in so they were able to just cut that Um, that's great anytime i hear them cut stuff like that mm -hmm. that's unnecessary is really good because then you just have less security vulnerabilities and less loading for the system you know when you gotta Mm -hmm. boot up yeah you know what it takes that long anymore but you know the only thing it makes me think of is what if uh I, i i wonder if these reductions will be utilized in the the non Steam Deck Steam OS. Like if they cut based on the idea that, oh, we're never gonna have this hardware in a Steam Deck, then um then then we don't need it, then they then these cuts won't translate to a non Steam Deck Steam OS. I, I don't think so because that would they'd be shooting themselves in the foot. It'd be mm-hmm. it'd be like taking Ubuntu and saying, Oh, I'm gonna take out all this proprietary crap. Oh, wait, we have Debian. <laughs> We don't need to. We don't need to do that. Yeah. You know that that that'd be like shooting themselves in the foot. And as far as this um, article says, it says on the Steam Deck specifically. So yeah, I'm thinking right. that it's definitely going to be just on the Steam Deck, not Steam OS um, yeah. itself. Another thing that's funny is I love in this <laughs> picture they're playing Stardew Valley. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they are. That's funny. <laughs> I actually just got into that game not like probably about like a month ago now because they had a, they had a sale. Oh yeah, for the Halloween sale. Oh yeah. And, uh, okay. My wife and I have been playing it a little bit. It's a pretty fun game. Yeah, I've I've never played it. Scott, my my buddy Scott's really into it. I was huge into Harvest Moon back in the day, yeah. so that's why I got it because I'm like, dude, this is like Harvest Moon on steroids. It is. <laughs> um, another thing they talk about in this article is so if you purchase the 64 gig uh, Steam Deck, 
the original size of the OS would have been 24 of your 64 gigs. Ooh. Yeah, so it would have been a pretty... Sounds like Windows. Yeah, really. You know, I remember that was, like, always a thing. Like, when I worked at Best Buy, people would buy, like, PlayStation 4s, and Mm -hmm. they'd get, like, the 120-gig hard drive or something, and then they'd only have, like, 60 gigs of it left or something. Yeah, yeah. They'd be like, what happened? There's This is obviously broken. Like, it says 120 (laughs) on the box, but there's not 120 in here, and you're like, yeah, well, they... You know, they're not accounting for the the OS size. A lot of crapware on there. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it's crazy. Um, but much like a PlayStation Four, uh, they also point out in this article that you can, or most likely we believe that you can change out the hard drive of the Steam Deck. Um, although Valve uh highly recommends against it. <laughs> yeah i've heard conflicting stuff on this i've heard that the lowest end one doesn't have an nvme slot at all yeah. i've heard that it does i don't know i don't know what exactly um it is because this in this video here that they have here this is them taking apart the i think it's the 512 one mm-hmm. so it does have an nvme so we don't really know we haven't really taken apart one that doesn't have the nvme so i don't know if it's yeah. even gonna have a slot that's why I hesitate too, is because I'm I'm sure that the uh, the two larger models have it, but I don't know about the smallest model. But we'll find out because I got the lowest model, so we'll find out. I'll take that bad boy apart. Yeah, I think you'll have a decent time with the SD card as long as you get a good enough SD card. I think you'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. I watched some videos of uh, there's somebody on YouTube. I'll have to find it and put it in the show notes. Um, I'll make a note. Is that the guy that does the te- that did the test of the SD cards? Yeah, there was a guy like running on the laptop. Yeah, the guy he puts yep. SD cards. He puts like Doom on an SD card. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna watch tests. his video. I just never got to it. Like I said, I haven't watched YouTube in a while. Yeah, it's one of these <laughs> things where it's like on paper, like you know, on paper, yeah, it's it seems like a, a a huge downgrade. But then whenever you see it in practice on a handheld 720 screen, oh, well, in his test, he was not that way. But whenever you see it in action, even in whatever test environment he had, like it, it, it seems to it seems to run fine, you know? Um, right. Yeah, I don't know. But that's what I'm banking on. I'm banking on it because I figured even if I got the largest size, I would still either have to only install one or two games at a time because games these days are like, like some of these Huge. CRPGs are like a hundred gigs, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. so, I mean, you know, no matter what, I figured I was going to be doing the SD card thing. I just don't think there's any way around it. So that's why I just no. went ahead and opted for the smallest. Yep. I think, I think you'll be, you'll be satisfied with it. Like I said, as long as you get a, a decent enough, you can't buy some C, uh, yeah, Seagate. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and disc, like, you know, $5 one, <laughs> yeah, $5 I'll have one to buy, terabyte. <laughs> I'll have to buy like a SD card for like a 4k camera or something. I'll have to get like a yeah. really, well, really high actually, end. They, I, I heard that they have um, SD cards that are actually built for operating systems. I don't know if that would oh. be hmm. a decent thing for gaming because obviously an operating system is much different than a game. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, also, the, but it's probably no, made for operating systems because of the way it, mm-hmm. the way the file ac- the file access works. So it could be similar right. that's, in that way. That's yeah. exactly what I was going to get at next. I was going to say that... Um, the, really, the only game this is going to affect is like a open world game where it needs to constantly load, yeah. which is a lot of your games that you play. Yeah, a lot of the games so, I play. <laughs> I wouldn't be that's playing where those. It's gonna... Yeah, the handhelds though for me are going to be are are probably going to be like uh, Pillars of Eternity, 
uh, games like that. I'll probably be playing a, yeah. a lot of strategic games. I don't I don't see myself right. trying to play Final Fantasy fourteen or anything like that. Although, no, right, right, it might not be as bad as you think because they do this kind of phasing thing where like you're in a you're you're sharing a zone map with another with other players, but it's not okay. like it's not like WoW where it's like you're like on an entire continent that has to load. You know what I mean? Um, okay, so it's not so so intense. Yeah, that's why they get away with better graphics too than than games uh-huh. that do that. Okay. Um. So according to the Verge, although this is also reported, uh, orig- I think the original report was from Pharonix. I think the Verge just reporting on the Pharonix article. I'll link mm-hmm. to both in the show notes. But uh, we have uh, Amazon Luna runs on Windows, and yet it's hiring Linux gaming engineers. Um, Interesting. Yep. So it looks like uh, Amazon's cloud gaming service Luna um, could be looking to move uh, to a a Linux model. They even talk about running their games uh, via Valve's Proton um, is, is what's making this possible. Um, I right. don't know if Amazon would be the type of company uh, like Valve where they are contributing back to this project and like sort of making like, like I feel like Valve has been like such good stewards to this project that they've just made like Linux gaming better just for just for their investment into it. I don't know that Amazon would be the same type of thing. Like, I think they're probably just going to absorb whatever Valve puts yeah. into it. Um, yeah. But it is interesting that other companies are looking at this and probably looking at the Steam Deck and deciding actually to move from Windows servers to Linux servers um, because, uh, you know, this article doesn't necessarily uh, give any hints as to what their their real reason might be, but you could speculate that it's just not becoming worth it's 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 quickly becoming not worth the investment to do all this on windows because you got to imagine the server side the distribution side all the things that make this possible for people to connect to it and use it around the world is harder on the windows side right and it's becoming easier and easier to run windows games on linux that it's there's that that sort of condense it all right yeah (laughs) yeah so it's becoming uh yeah, that's that's really interesting. And also, you know, I wanted one of these Luna controllers, but I was wondering oh, if so it would, good. I was wondering if it would work with uh, Valve and Proton, and uh, I guess it will if they're if they're if they're possibly thinking so. <laughs> I would hope so. If they're moving all their stuff to uh, to Linux, then I would hope that their controller would work. Um, I know it looks it looks so nice. Like I I don't like the PlayStation style controller. I like yeah. the Xbox style. So this one is like perfect for me it's very xbox style i i like uh i do so whenever i did console game i had a playstation that was my that was my console of choice but the uh the xbox controller never bothered me whenever i would use it at other people's houses um although i was more used to the playstation but i really wanted one of those valve controllers and Oh yeah, me too. I've always wanted one of those. And yeah, and they discontinued them. <laughs> so this this to me is kind of like it's kind of similar to that. It doesn't have the whole touchpad thing going for it, but but that was yeah. more like the form factor of a of an Xbox controller than a PlayStation right. controller. The only thing I liked about the PlayStation controller at all mm-hmm. is when I would play Dragon Ball Z, and you would need <laughs> to spin the stupid the stupid joysticks. I would just take my palm and just spin yeah, both of them at like the same this. time. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> That's the only reason why I like the PlayStation controller. And you could put it on <laughs> and you could put it on the floor and Psycho Manus would move it left and right. <laughs> I don't know if you ever did that. 
that's my favorite. I was going to be on a podcast uh, a few few weeks ago and I couldn't make it, but they were doing uh, they were doing top ten video game villains. And oh, my number good. one was going to be Psycho Manus. I mean, that was like the coolest <laughs> thing when you're a kid. He would read your memory card and like tell you what games yep. you were playing. <laughs> Port. We talked about how they were adding in the, uh, they're sort of adding in the framework for this. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. So they've been working on this for a while, but it is now officially, officially released. And uh, they give you some, in this article, they give you some flags to run. So... Proton enable NV API equals one turns it on and uh, NV API hack equals false. Okay, so you have to set both of those. So I don't know if you just set those. So like I have a game that has DLSS um, added in. So Baldur's Gate three, their most recent patch, um, they added in DLSS support. So hmm. can I just make sure that I have this version of Proton? And have it's uh six three eight by the way. Um, if I have this version of Proton and I run those flags as my commands for lo- for starting the game, will I be able to take advantage of DLSS? Or is this sort of like the anti cheat thing where like Valve has put it into Proton? Should the developer take advantage of it? But I, but I don't mm, think I right. don't I don't think that's the case with this though because because. This is just giving your graphics card the ability to utilize this already existing yeah. API. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. So I think that's I th- how it, that's how it sounds because your graphics card always already has DLSS enabled, you know, obviously, and then Proton has it enabled, but Proton is just like a wrapper for Windows, a Windows right. game, so it's just kind of passing it through to your graphics card. So I'm thinking that you probably can just set these options and you'll be you'll be good to go. Yeah, I'll have to give it a shot before the next episode. I'll uh, I'll try running uh, Baldur's Gate with those with those settings and see see how much it changes. Did I put this in or did you put this in? You put this in. Okay. Uh, I don't remember reading this article though. So, uh, Steam Deck handheld gaming PC poised for big streaming games. Big streaming gains. <laughs> According to a new Steam update for the Steam app, uh, Valve's next line of work resol- revolves around improving Steam's remote play service within Linux. The the update comes as Valve prepares the Steam Deck and its proprietary Linux operating system, so this prep work will likely benefit um, forthcoming handhelds. The update greatly improves video acceleration API, uh, hardware decoding on Linux, the touch controls. Okay, where is this talking about the remote play? Ensure that remote play works well uh, within Linux. Hmm. I, I must have added this to the show notes and I never I never I never went back and read this article. But um sounds like just more good well, stuff from uh I've 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 played with the remote play and yeah the the Linux version needs work because Yeah. I I it can if you use a Windows PC mm-hmm. and you stream your game to a Linux PC, as long as you have good connection you're fine. Now if you try to stream a Linux um, a game from a Linux PC to another Linux PC, then you start to have major issues. I, I've I've really tried that, and it just I don't know what's wrong with that, but there's something just not right in the um in the tr- transfer because it, it drops out and it has and it has low um yeah uh, not bandwidth but um latency it has high, frame high latency rate. and yeah. yeah it's uh it's just not not uh definitely not good. <laughs> yeah. You need to work on it. I I yeah you know I've I've had mixed experiences with the remote play and now that you say that 
I would venture that the times that it's worked well for me, it was exactly what you were saying. The sort of the server PC was a Windows PC, and I was right. playing from like a Linux laptop or something like that, and that worked well. But I think Linux recently, since we've moved to this house, I've tried it a few times uh, from my Linux gaming PC to a PC hooked to the TV, and it was like never any good. And you're right. I bet that was the difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't and remember, but I bet that was the difference. I there. I tried I tried doing it. It wasn't per. It was really it was a lot better than Linux to Linux. But um, I did try it with a bunch of different OSs at one point, and finally I got to Chimera OS, which is basically Steam OS, the old version of Steam OS, and they they do add some things to it. Um, and that worked flawlessly because I guess that's built you know around Steam, so it's not like you know using wasting other resources on other things yeah um and that that worked flawlessly uh Hmm. from windows to that but um other distros i had issues like not game breaking it was just once in a while it would glitch out but um definitely like if i were to stream from my fedora rig right now out to my fedora um laptop and plug it into my tv i can almost guarantee you that i would not be able to play a game yeah yeah yeah, in the times I've tried in the past, it's been the same. So maybe that's something they're working on improving. You know, I could see. I hope so. That would be amazing because if I can go all Linux, <laughs> that would yeah. be so nice. Yeah, you know, the thing is, um, I could see. Uh, so I didn't read that article. I apologize. But we can kind of, we can just kind of speculate. Um, the I could see Valve wanting to invest in that remote play feature for a handheld device because it does give mm-hmm. it more longevity. If you yep. If you can play games using the performance power of your desktop but on a handheld device somewhere else in your house um or within your wi-fi range then you know that would be really good it the would... only thing that falls down with is that mm-hmm. the screen is still only 720p yeah whatever, yeah but i think it adjusts i think um and then maybe that's part of what they're working on but i think because i know that in right now i have the same resolution on my laptop as i do on my desktop but in the past i've had lower resolutions on my on my laptop and I think mm-hmm. it asks you which way you want to do, whether you either want it to blow up and you have an, uh, your, your screen doesn't match the size of, of your right. screen on your laptop, or it'll do the opposite where it'll it'll reduce you know to your laptop size. But if, if you were to go mm-hmm. in and look at your desktop, it's not the right size. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Now yeah. I know what you're saying. Yeah. Well, and also, yet again, what people forget is this is only, what, an 8-inch screen? Mm-hmm. So... You're not talking, you know, 55-inch, you know, 1080p screen. You're talking a 8-inch, 720p screen. So the uh, DPI is much, much tighter than on a bigger screen. Yeah. But I can see what the, I've been reading the article a little bit, and I can see what they're doing. They're kind of improving the. Um, it says the video acceleration, which it's all video in the background when when you're streaming. It's just it's just straight up video, like you you would you know watch a YouTube video, and it looks like they're. Um, they're including codecs um, H.264 and H.265 mm-hmm. and VP9, which are really they're they're pretty much the best. Um, the most commonly codecs, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I can see I can see in here that they're definitely working on a lot of good stuff for this. Yeah, you want to get into our tier list? See what the yeah. see what the let's do it. All right, so everybody's seen these tier lists. This one, let's see if I can find who made this one. This is Zero X Wardo. Zero X Wardo. I like that name. I sometimes name my characters in video games Zero X eighty. Um, mm, okay. Because that's the like file format or whatever. Yep. 
All right. And see, you would know that if you listen to my Arch install installation. <laughs> well, you did know it. You knew it even without having to listen to it. Um, all right. So this tier list, they have from top to bottom, they have, by the way, I use Arch. That's their that's their top <laughs> tier. I thought about changing that, but then, because, you know, you don't have to put Arch there. Um, but uh, but it's kind of, it's a funny meme. So it, it's our, it's our, it's our S tier. Um, it's so good. I'm using this on my phone. So that's uh that's the next one. And then installing this on my colleague's laptop. I would say colleagues, partners, wife, just installing it on somebody, somebody <laughs> significant to you on their laptop. Uh why'd they make this? Why'd they even make this? Um and then don't even bother. And I think the the rule to this is we uh so we're doing one tier list for both of us. So we're, there's gonna be there's gonna be some debate here, right? Yes. And uh, we have to start left to right or right to left. I'll, I'll let that be your choice. And we can't skip. We have to, you have to place everything in a, in a, you have to place everything in a spot. And gotcha. once you put it there, you can't move it. So you can't, you can't like put something oh, down. You can't go back and be like, right. Yeah. You oh, can't. Wait, no, I forgot about this. <laughs> so like if we put Ubuntu in, don't even bother, then we can't say, but you know, it's better. It's better than than uh, Solus or something like that, and then move it. So you, you have to wherever we plant it, it has to. It lives there now. This is my home now. All right. So you want to start at the right, or you want to start at the left? We'll start at the left. Okay. All right. Start with start with Arch. All right. So we're starting with Arch. Uh, you know I love Arch. Yes. Yes, you do. Um. I would probably, I know it's the meme at the top, by the way, I use Arch. <laughs> I would probably put Arch at the top. Um, hey, okay. I could consider it's so good I'm using this on my phone because there are grievances I have with Arch. But as a philosophy, my thing about Arch is that, like, if it's not perfect, it's because oh boy, oh boy. you didn't make Hold it on. perfect. Well, wait, wait. If <laughs> we're going by, are we going by philosophy or how much we like it? Because that's hmm. two totally different things for me. Okay. Because um, philosophy, I don't care how it works. It's just how good it is for you know what you think it should be. You know. I don't know. I think it. I think that it has to factor in, right? Okay, so we're kind of going. We're kind of gonna like that kind of factors into it, but it's not gonna be all about. Right, right, yeah, exactly. Okay, okay. Imagine if this. Well, I don't know. I don't know. I was just gonna say, what if this was a candy bar tier list, right? And we were, we were ready. We wouldn't be like, I don't know. Would you? (laughs) (laughs) Would you be like, I don't like like that company Hershey? So yeah, right. I don't like how this company treats its employees. So I'm gonna put it at the bottom. You know, I don't know if that would factor in, or if you would just base it just on taste. I don't know. Okay, okay. So, but I, but I also think this is different. This is different, though. (laughs) <laughs> but but I, I want to make this argument too is that there was there was somebody that posted on uh on either the Linux subreddit or the Linux gaming subreddit where they were saying that uh Linux users are like the are like the vegetarians of the tech world or they're the <laughs> vegans of the tech world or something like that. And I re- I relate to that so much. Not only am I vegetarian, straight edge Linux user, so like nobody likes me, but <laughs> I I I can see that like there is like a philosophical aspect of Linux users. Like there's there's Linux right. users that are like, oh yeah, it's great because it runs my web server well. And then there's Linux users that are like, you know, it's great because it frees us from the tyranny of <laughs> Yep. Yep. That's exactly what I was talking about, Bio. Are we talking about that? Right. That? <laughs> exactly. I think, dude, there's such a wide spectrum of that oh, yeah. of that type of thing. 
I think you have to factor it in. It's not all. all, I will factor that in. I will factor factor that in. in. Yeah. Factor that in. Yeah. How much? Oh, here's another good question. How much does the community around this distribution? Ooh, that really that really changes some of mine. Yeah, yeah. That, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you there. Now, you know what? To be honest, though, to be yeah. honest, the communities nowadays are yeah. pretty much all good. Like, I, yeah. there's not really a bad community anymore. Like, I just I I haven't heard of any tell- like huge things breaking out in any community as of you know late. Yeah, tell that to Linus. <laughs> Well, well, I don't factor him in because that was a little, that was, okay, who doesn't update their distro or their computer before you install something? I even do that with Windows. Yeah, I know. I update everything. I I cannot not update. I update every day. Every single time I go onto my computer, I am clicking that update button because I'm just paranoid. (laughs) <laughs> next next episode we need to do a few a full review of their their progress so far um, oh dude yeah that'd be great we should do that <laughs> uh yeah i think i think that that i think here's the thing too is i think that the communities are so blended these days then mm-hmm. like back yep. when i first got into linux like the communities were way more siloed than they are now like these yeah I think just the I just I just think the internet in general is just that way. I think that these people just talk to each other more now than they used yep. to. Um, well, I'm just such a distro hopper that I've been on all of these community sites, yeah. except for maybe Slackware, but um, and I've never had a problem. I've not had one problem where someone just totally just ousted me because I was being you know asking a stupid question or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> there's such a wide. I promise we're gonna do a tier list in a minute, guys. Um, there's such a wide range of that sort of thing too. Like, um, I remember when I worked at geek squad, um, whenever someone would come in with a problem, we use, we called it agent Google. We would always have to Google Mm. and try to research whatever the problem was. And I remember when people would come in and I would research a Mac problem, it was like every entry in the Mac forum was like them asking Apple for help. Like it was like, no, it was never anybody stepping in to say, Oh, well, you know, I had that problem, and so here's my uh, GitLab repo where I, uh, you know, I, I worked on solving it, and this worked for me, and I think it'll work for you. Hey, if it if it does work for you, let me know. If it doesn't, maybe you mm-hmm, can help me contribute mm-hmm. to change it. You know, like that that just did not exist in the Mac world, and it did exist in Windows, but nothing is like the way the Linux community is. So no, I don't know. Nothing. I think a- across the board, they're all great. They're all great. Um. All right. So we're starting with Arch. Man, I have to put it in either by the way i use arch or it's so good i'm using this on my phone i think it is at least it's so good i'm using this on my phone how do you how do you feel about that for you or for me we've got to we've got to agree this is the crowbar kernel panic tier list we've oh gotta... so we're both we're both going to be doing one okay now i get it okay yeah 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 we're doing uh, one so so <laughs> I would I would say at least at least it's so good I'm using it on my phone. Okay, okay. Well, then could uh, I could I pitch? All right. If we agree that it's at least this good, could I raise you? Uh, by the way, I use Arch. <laughs> <laughs> it is it is good. It is good. And if you factor in the philosophy behind it, mm-hmm. if all of the companies on the world disappeared, there would still be Arch. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. So that's 
that's also got a factor into it. So, I mean, and, and to be to be honest, you know, if you know what you're doing with Linux and you can theme mm. stuff and you can and you can go into the nitty gritty, Arch is all of these distros. Arch yeah. could be any one of those distros because they, they, they you can make it how you want it. Right. So I could easily change it to, to by the way I use Arch because, you know, it, 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 just all of the factors that add up to it is it, it is a very good distro like I, I don't know what else to say yeah i think <laughs> the only thing that could hurt it is is the barrier to entry but i don't i think that the barrier to entry is is high i don't want to belittle it and say like oh if you can't install arch you're an idiot because because <laughs> it's not that it, it's not as hard as you think it is like that's the thing no is i think it is it feels like such a daunting task but really, it's really you're doing exactly what you do in installing Ubuntu. Yep. You're just you're you're having to manually do those steps, but it's the same steps. You're still making the decisions about well, do I want to use this entire hard drive or do I want to break it up into uh, partitions? Do I want to have a separate partition yep. for my home directory or do I like this? The same decisions. Yep. And guess what? Nobody has well. People have those commands memorized enough that they can fumble through it. But 99% of people are, are following a tutorial. They're looking at the Arch Wiki yep. just like I was whenever I made my video. Yep. Um, and sometimes you got to follow the Arch Wiki because yeah. it changes so often that there might be one obscure thing that you don't know about that's mm -hmm. changed and you got to, you know, do this a certain way. Yeah. And I promise the second, third time you do it, it's not as hard. I remember that. I don't even know how I made it so hard. I remember the first time <laughs> I installed Arch, it took me like two weeks and... I don't even know. Now I look back on it and I'm like, I don't even, I remember this, this having to make decisions and like, like I remember like writing all my config files for X and like, Oh I, wow. Like, yeah. Like I remember having to do so much stuff and, and I don't even know how I, I don't, I couldn't, I could not even do that today if I tried. I don't even, I don't know what I was doing. I think the difference was, is I was not following the arch installation oh. wiki. I was like I was like following the entire wiki for each section. So I was like doing the oh, entire wow. yeah, wiki that's a lot. for file systems and then doing the entire wiki for X11 and and all that. But yeah, it's I not I see that taking a while. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And and there are people out there that have installation shell scripts. There are there's all kinds yeah, of great ways to Yeah, the scripts are really out. nice. Like I used before they had their little installer which is really not that great. Um, I used a script that was an installer and it was amazing. It had a lot of features like you, yeah. you could do basically everything you did on your regular install on the command line. Just, yeah. it was just a question and answer, you know? Yeah. And there used to be so yeah, arch arch is definitely very yeah. good. Yeah. Very good. Very good. Very good. All right. So next up Debian straight up Debian. Oof. So, so for me, okay. So for me, Debian and arch are, are like so close only because only because of the the philosophy mm -hmm. and and that if every company in the world died there would still be debian <laughs> you know like <laughs> that, that kind of thing like you know and and did you know how they got so their hard. name did you know where De debian came from yes i actually i actually do i never knew this it's it's deb and ian it's like a husband and wife combo or something yep. right yeah yep. he named it after his wife debbie that's wild i never knew that yep was, I was so cool when I heard that. I was like, "Dude, that makes me want to use this distro." Yeah. <laughs> it's just like it's like a distro made from love. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, one of my old coworkers told me about that. I thought it was wild. Um, I personally have never, other than using uh, the the Mint version of Debian, uh, mm. uh, what is LMD, it? LMD? Yeah. yeah, 
Um, I've never really just installed straight Debian because there's so many Debian like variants out there. Yeah. So many yeah. great ones that I've just, but that's the thing is like, even though I would say most people have never installed straight Debian, almost everybody has used a hundred Debian based distributions. Yeah, exactly. Um, um, I really like the Debian installer. Like mm-hmm. I, I almost wish that Ubuntu would use the Debian installer. I know it's, it, it does look very old, but man, it, it is so feature rich. It's amazing. Like I love that installer. I don't yeah. know why, but yeah. Uh, so man, I, I, I do like Debian a lot. I, I mean, I would say, especially since they do have a Debian version for the phone, I would say maybe it's so good. I'm using this okay. on my phone. I, Put it. I think it. I put it at a minimum, installing this on my colleague's laptop. Um, now, okay. So, so see, I have I have issue with with that because mm-hmm. I would not install Debian on anyone's computer <laughs> and just let them go at it because yeah. this would be th- th- well, that would be a disaster because you, you might not even work. <laughs> I'm kind of taking the categories over on the left as as sort of just a meme way of. Of doing the oh, tiers. Okay, I got you. I got you. Okay. Um, right, right. So like best versus worst. Right, exactly. Yeah. Right, right, right. Um, okay, okay. So yeah, I can give it that. I can give it that. I think it, I mean, the, so here's the thing is I personally hesitate to raise it because I've never used just straight Debian. Okay. But I do see its relevance in the world and I think it arguably could be even at the top. But if uh, if we wanted to go as high as... Um, it's so good. I'm using it on my phone. I think if I, I, I would agree with that if, if you did. On the on the desktop, on the desktop, it's definitely not as good though. It is it is you it's a lot of work. Yeah. It's it's not as easy. It like okay. Arch I think is actually easier to get going on the desktop than Debian would be. I only think so. because yeah. yeah, only because the, one, there's a lot of guides, so yeah. it's not hard at all. And two, um, there's more software. Okay. All right. Let's. I say we stick it where it is. Then we leave it there. I think that's good. Yeah. All, yours. Yours. Yours brought it down, but mine raised it right back up to the <laughs> middle. <laughs> All right. So the. Um. I think this is peppermint. No. That's. Is that deepen? Oh. This. This is deepen. This is deepen. <laughs> no. I. I like deepen. Deepen desktop is really nice. Like it. It rivals KDE, and and KDE looks pretty good when you when you configure it correctly. All right, I'm doing a double. Yep, that is their discharge. So I don't, I don't, I know this discharge, but I have never installed it. Um, I have never installed it either. So like, I, I really don't know what to say. All I know is what their desktop looks like, and it really looks good. Okay, let me look at some pictures. I, I think, I think it's hard for us to rate it higher than mid level if we've never, if neither one of us has ever used it. Right. But right, exactly, I think it's Debian based. So. <laughs> like you said, it's another Debian <laughs> yeah, base. Right. But they do have a different desktop, which I can give them credit for because it's not easy to make a desktop, you know? Yeah. I think we keep it at why uh why'd they make this? Um mostly because neither one of us have ever used it. Yeah, yeah. Only that's the only reason. If it wasn't for that, I'd probably put it in the middle, you know, because <laughs> it's probably fine. Yeah, probably is fine. Um elementary? Oh, you mean the Mac clone? No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding again. I'm kidding again. Sorry. Sorry, elementary guys. Sorry, elementary guys. <laughs> no, okay. So no lie. No lie. That is the best distro I've ever used on my Mac. Like, it works great. The yeah. fans work right off the bat. I don't have to install any kind of any kind of driver stuff for my keyboards and anything like that. All mm. the all the um, 
uh what do you call function keys work fine like for the turning on the uh screen brightness and all that stuff yeah like i don't know why but they really they really have it tuned for mac and i i know they don't like me like saying that but it works great oh yeah it does look just like it looks very similar to mac os it, it, it's mac-esque i will Esque. say that yeah yes. yeah it's um <laughs> but but it looks good i think if i were to if i were to put a distro on my wife's computer um who uh, does not want to run Linux. <laughs> if I were to put this on there, she would probably think that it was pretty enough that she would she would stick with it for a yep. while. Yeah. Yep. Um, I agree with that. And I also have heard good things about its compatibility and stuff. So again, I think it is at as it's at least this mid tier. Um, yep. Do you think we should raise it, or do you think this is a good place for it? So, so I've had good and bad experience with experiences with it, and mm. to be honest. The Mac on my MacBook is about the best experience I've had. And on other laptops, I've had issues with it. Many, many issues. So I, I think we should keep it there because Okay. I just I just don't I just don't I can't raise it. I can't raise it personally. I if you I, think it's better than that, then <laughs> No, I agree. I agree. It's good with me. All right. And then, by the way, I use Fedora. By the way, I use Fedora. <laughs> we know that's going to be the don't even bother yeah, don't even tier. Bother that. Oh, man. Oh, man. No, that's I, like Linus when they first asked him, like, oh, yeah, you should use Fedora. And he's like, no, I will never use that. That thing is garbage. <laughs> I'm like, what are you talking about? It has such a weird branding problem. Yeah, people. It does. It does. People hate Fedora for some reason, but we both have had really good experiences with it. I, I, I've had a great experience with Fedora. Like, I, yeah. I can't even. If you put Windows and Fedora on like the same laptop, other than battery life, which is all Linux distros, it, it runs the same. It runs so good. Yeah. The games run just as good. Like, and I've tried multiple distros on my laptop, and it's like Fedora just runs great. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think I'm gonna install it on this laptop. I think I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna run Fedora on this uh, sort of audio production laptop I've got here. Mm -hmm. Uh, I really like it a lot. I, the only problem, well, so I, I never really, I've not, I thought I was having a problem specific to Fedora, but then I kind of just discovered that it's just my USB interface and I have that problem with every distro apparently. Um, <laughs> I think part of the reason, I think Fedora and Arch are both dangerous in the same way. They are yep. so bleeding edge. Like they're both like, they're, they're both like where they try out new, uh, you know, Arch is just by the nature of it being like, it's just arches like you take it at your own risk every everything they just is throw stuff edge. at the wall and whatever sticks works right you know? whereas fedora <laughs> is like this is like their proving grounds for red hat so yeah you know once Pipewire has lived in red hat you know for seven years or something and they feel like it's stable enough to go on on uh, red hat did i say red hat twice uh, once yeah. it's lived on fedora <laughs> for like seven years then it'll go to red hat so it's like yep. their it's like their uh, farm team for Red Hat basically. But for being such a proving ground, it is yeah. so stable. Yeah, and it's another like, one that has a good community too. I feel like the Oh yeah, they have a great community. I yeah. love I love the Fedora community. Like I've that is one community that I have not seen or have had a bad experience and with. You know what it feels like? And this is a weird this is kind of weird to say, but you know what it, Fedora today feels like Ubuntu in like 2007. Like if it, yep. like Fedora today just feels like there's like something new and exciting about it. Um, whereas Ubuntu is beginning, that community used to feel that way and yep. now it's feeling kind of stale. And, but I was, no, I was just going to say Linux has come to the point where like Fedora doesn't have a lot of proprietary stuff. 
but Linux has come to the point now that a lot of the proprietary stuff just works. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, no, I, I, I don't have any dispute with, I would put it at at least the top two. Um, I don't, I don't yeah. have any dispute. Put I put it, it at the, the top. I, our, I just put it yeah. straight at the top. That would be me. By the way, I so. use Fedora. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Is this, uh, this is, uh, KDE KDE Neon. Neon. Yeah. Neon. Yeah. Um, I have installed this, uh, basically cause back whenever, uh, Plasma first came out, um, I wanted, you know, I want to install all the Plasma, all the Plasma updates. Yep. And from what I remember it being, it was decent. I've never. Yeah, it, it is decent. Yeah. I never, I, I think it's the best Plasma experience basically. Well, I would say, I would say it's the most pure Plasma experience. I wouldn't say the best. Okay. What do you think because is the best? I don't like Plasma's defaults. I, yeah. I think the yeah. I think the best Plasma I've ever used would probably be let's see here I'm gotta think I it could be OpenSUSE hmm. or it rivals actually Solus. Solus okay. and OpenSUSE have really really good Plasma implementations. Um, okay, I can't I can't I, dispute. I haven't used either one. Uh, but uh, as far as like defaults go and the look of them, they they just yeah. it's just really good. And I know like OpenSUSE is is pretty stock, but they do just enough extras that it's like it it works a lot better. Well, who the hell to ever me. wanted right click to open? I don't know why they thought. Or is it single click to open? Single click. Yeah. Single click. That is yeah. that is the weirdest default yep. setting. I can't get used to that. Yeah, that's so bizarre. Nobody wanted that. Nobody asked for that. Um, but they did it anyway. Different um, to be different. <laughs> yeah. What I like about, uh, Plasma is all of the sort of integration and mm -hmm. there's like a lot of different like features and add-ons to it. Yep. Um, and, but. And they're just built in. Yep. But there's a lot of setup to get there. Like it's like. Yeah. Yeah. That, that desktop environment is like, do you, do you want to spend five hours just tweaking <laughs> your title yep. bars? Uh, <laughs> it's like the difference between KDE Neon yeah. and Garuda Dragonized. <laughs> it's yeah. like two totally different worlds, but they're the same desktop. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So no, I think, uh, I would keep it there. I, I, it I there. like, I like, I, I, as, as much as I don't like the default plasma experience, I, I do like the distro and I like the fact that I, they that they push the updates out and you get the newest stuff even though you're on a stable Ubuntu. I think it's for some people, not for me. That's the way I feel about it. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I agree. I, I agree. definitely and see here's the difference. Most of these I've put in the middle and then said should we go up? My question here is I put it in the middle, should we go down? <laughs> it's at <sighs> least it's at least in the middle. <laughs> so it's at I don't most think, it's at I don't most think it in should the middle. be used. Yeah, I don't think it should be used like as a daily driver. I think it should yeah. be just used for for people who want to do plasma development or or who just want to check out the new plasma stuff. Yeah. So I could definitely bring it down. They like say, for, like they say for every one person that listens to a podcast, there's one person that does a podcast. For every oh one boy. person that uses KDE, there's a developer of KDE. <laughs> <laughs> I don't doubt like, that at all. That like, is, is the, like, is the only truth. people that use it is somehow a developer of it. <laughs> um, uh, all right. So now we've got our, we've, we've got our bread and butter, our, our, where we came from. This is our, this is our home base. Linux mint. Where does it definitely, land? definitely a solid, a solid. It's good. It's so good. I'm using this on my phone. Okay. Definitely. I could easily raise it to by the way I use Arch. 
Yeah, me too. I could easily raise it there because it is it is so just not even nostalgia for me. Yeah, because it was one of my first like actual good distros per se. Yeah, but just the stuff that it gives you by default, like it, you have everything in your toolbox with that with that distro. Yeah, I don't know. I I think it I think it probably I feel bad if we put too many things all the way at the top though, but I feel like it probably <laughs> could be at the top because. To me, I don't use it anymore because I'm I'm just bored with it. Like, but like not in a bad way. Like, it's just like eh, I know what I get with Linux Mint. It's gonna, you know, yep. I'm gonna get a desktop that if works. You need a stable thing that do. you just want it to work. Yeah, you put Linux Mint on it. You know. Yeah, yeah. It's uh hell. It should probably be higher. Yeah. You want it? All right. So, what do you think? Should we do? By the way, I use three Arch? for three. Three for All right. three. All right. Three I'll in the middle. Three. three at the top. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know anyone like. Other than other than people who have gotten you know bored with it and and mm-hmm. decided to move on to something else, I don't know of anyone who doesn't like it. Like you know, like who at, or who hasn't liked it at some point. I think the thing about I think the thing about Linux Mint is I remember the criticism. There was an article written a few years ago that we covered on the podcast. Um, the greatest con- contribution uh, to the Linux desktop environment from the Linux Mint team is Cinnamon and. Mm. The argument is that the time that they spend developing Linux Mint, they could and resources, they could spend developing Cinnamon. Because, right. Because do we still need a Linux Mint in a world where, you know, every distro has a checkbox that you can install third-party drivers? Um, right. You know, like there there was a time where Linux kind of filled that need, or on Linux Mint kind of filled that need, and uh, does it still serve that same purpose? Or is nowadays it's just kind of this? It's it's just the it's the distro that people use. You know, I, I, I do, I, I don't a hundred percent agree with that, that argument that like they shouldn't be developing a desktop because they're taking away from developing um, cinnamon. Mm-hmm. We don't necessarily know that if, if the cinnamon team didn't have Linux mint as, as the, it's sort of like what Fedora is to red hat. Like if they didn't have yeah, this right. distribution they could use to promote their desktop, like would, um, you know, would they be as successful with Cinnamon if it wasn't for Linux Mint? I think that's a question that's impossible to answer. We don't know. Uh, to be honest, I, I I think that they they have so many good developers on the Linux Mint team. Yeah. That it it wouldn't matter because I I think they I think they can do such good work that that you know they would just end up spending less time on the desktop on mm-hmm. Cinnamon than and just use their free time versus spending more time on the on the distro as a, as a whole and i feel like they add enough good stuff to linux mint versus cinnamon like it seems to be very balanced as they move as has the as they have moved on yeah that it justifies that the need for the whole distro not to yeah. mention not to mention i've had things work on linux mint that no one no other distro other than fedora has has worked out of the box yeah so maybe they still have that same that same original need is still there um, but yeah, I mean, my argument, I can understand that argument that this guy posed in this article. I, I don't have the article. I get the guy's it. Name. But, but yeah, yeah my argument, my argument is that like they need that user base they get with Linux Mint, um, yep. to develop cinnamon. cinnamon. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I mean, I mean the, the things they've added into Nemo just because they knew that their users of Linux Mint wanted those mm-hmm. things. Um, you know, the, these are, yeah. I th- I think it's a it's a I think it's a necessary like you know say yeah uh, I agree mu- mutual benefit mutual so, benefit yep Manjaro Manjaro I like Manjaro 
I think I probably would put it as high as it's so good I use this on my phone. I think I like Manjaro a lot. Yeah, yeah, I do. I do too. Um, I, I don't even know, like, I don't even know what to say because it, it is, it, it's it's the Linux Mint of Arch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is. I mean, they do, they do do a couple of crazy different, you know, a bunch of different desktops. Yeah. But um, other than that, it, it really is. It just throws everything in the kitchen sink in there. And um, yeah. it's really it's nice. Good. It's really nice because it's arch, but it's got the so the it's it's kind of it's kind of arch with a few guide rails, like it's easy to install. Oh yeah. Um, they also are their update cycle is different. You're not just you're not yep. getting immediately everything um, as soon as it comes out, but it's still much. You know, you're still getting you know brand new packages. It's still way newer than most other things, most other yep. distros. Um. And it has uh, the advantage of the Arch community um, in that you can still use um, the Arch user repository. Um, all the yep. Arch wikis still work for it. But then you also have this kind of more noob-friendly uh, community um, within the Manjaro. Um, and I don't mean that derogatory. I just mean like more new user-friendly community. Um, sometimes when you yeah. ask questions in the Arch uh you know, because here's the thing, I, I get that not not I get that the trope about like the uh, the arch community is not 100 percent true, um, and there's a lot of people that apply even that trope to the entire Linux community, and that is definitely not true. Um, right. But uh, there is some truth to the like if you go in the arch, if you ask a question on the arch forums, a lot of times their answer will be, well, here's the section of the wiki that applies to that. And it's like, well, if I understood that section of the wiki, I wouldn't have needed to come here and ask the question, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. I, like, obviously, this is not clicking with me, right. no matter how many times I read it. Um, whereas with Manjaro, they kind of have a more of an understanding that, like, okay, here's where it's at, um, but maybe here's how it's more relatable to you. Like, you know, maybe just just reading it is not enough to understand it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I I think it's really good. I I don't even know why I don't really use Manjaro much, but I don't. <laughs> I I don't use it only because I've had intermittent issues with it. Not like mm -hmm. anything game breaking, but just things that for me don't work. So I was just like, eh, I, I don't really I don't really want to use this as a daily driver. But I can see why they made it, and I can see it's a good gateway for Arch. To be honest, because it's like. If you see like, oh wow, this is what Arch can do, yeah. man. I'm gonna go try regular Arch to see how I can build my own thing. You know. Yeah, but could it also be? Could it also be a double-edged sword because the lazy man's gateway? Well, not not <laughs> just that, but I think a lot of times people. I, I this goes back to our first conversation. I think a lot of times people see that barrier to entry to installing Arch, and they think it's gonna be so hard that they go the route of using somebody's custom installer or mm -hmm, they go the route mm -hmm. of installing an Arch-based distro. Um, and a lot of times, Arch-based distros are made by small development teams that are mm -hmm. trying their best to match as many possible scenarios as possible um, that they end up installing extra stuff. They end up having, you know, uh, 
they end up having issues in their installation process because they're trying to account for all these different, you know, well, if it's this, then install this. If it's that, then do this. And then, and in the right. end, it ends up borking things up and making it harder or a worse mm. experience for a new user than if you had just went through the Arch installation process, you know? I don't think Manjaro yeah. falls in that category because they have a much bigger development team. But Oh, yeah, they do. I'm, I'm leery of a lot of the They actually Arch have a space. company behind them now. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, Sousa. Sousa, baby. So, Sousa, for me, is is definitely on the middle there. It it, it would definitely fall there. It would be higher uh-huh. for me, to be honest. It, it, would be, it would be probably up by Manjaro, at least. Okay. Because it, it, the thing with it is it is even more bleeding edge than Fedora is. Not with what it uses, because like Fedora uses pipe wire and stuff like that. And, and you know, Seuss, as far as I know, does not use that by default yet. But the packages in Tumbleweed for Seuss are newer than in Fedora because they're the, the as soon as it is released, it basically goes through like maybe like a week of testing. Don't quote me on it, but it's not a lot of testing. And they just release some, you know. Yeah. And but the, and it's stable. And I, I've never had it break. I've I've, I've actually brought, brought out a laptop that I had Seuss on for like six months, and I did an update, and no problem. I would. I mean, I I haven't used it in forever, and I think the time I used it, I I had went to my first Linux convention, and I was just trying out every little CD because back then you still picked up CDs. Um, mm-hmm. I was just trying every CD that I got, um, and I think that's literally the only time I've ever. And I doubt I even installed it. I probably just booted to it and tried it. So, yeah, I'd have to go on your judgment. So you think it's so good it's like, uh, I use it on my phone? Or do you think leave it uh, at uh, installing it on my colleague's I laptop? think since you haven't used it, I, I would say that. I think I think you would you would like it for the fact of uh, for the fact that it is so like fresh packages and and it's stable and all that, but I don't know if you would like it because of the way it's set up mm-hmm. per se. Especially for gaming, like it, it is, it does take quite a bit to get gaming. Yeah, it uses e- efficiently going on it. It's package managers like Zipper or something like that, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep, it, uh, it uses Zipper. Yep. Yep. I remember learning that in my. Uh, oh, sorry, you said leave it here. I remember. Yeah, I would just leave it there. Exam preparation, but I've never actually used Zipper. So Pop OS. Pop I don't OS. even bother. No. Really? I think Pop OS is at least, no, at least no, this high. I would say Pop, yeah. It, it's got to <laughs> be there because it, it's, yet again, another, like, not Linux Mint clone, but Linux mm-hmm. Mint-esque because it yeah. adds the extra stuff on top of it. And it's, it, they're, well, now they're trying for their new, they're going to try to make their own desktop. I mean, that's just a, you know, hearsay right now. It's not really a thing, but... <laughs> <laughs> so, but they're using GNOME right now, and as far as I'm concerned, it, it works pretty good for for what they've done to it. The the add-ons that they've added to GNOME yeah. to make it better. Yeah, no, I, I I think I used it for a long time. Yeah, most of the add-ons they have, most of them, I would say, should be in default GNOME in general. I do like their variation of GNOME. Yeah, um, yeah, I think that's a solid place for it. Don't ask Linus. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is uh, Linux from scratch, or is this Slackware? What is that? I think that's Slackware. Yeah, I don't know anything about either. Of I don't them. know anything. I don't. I've never used Slackware. I I've only heard people talk about it. Doesn't it have With, like like kind of quippy uh, 
Yeah, I think it insults you, like when you <laughs> screw up a command. <laughs> right. Yeah, I think it like has like kind of quippy comebacks or something like that. Something like that. I know. One of the distros. One of the distros do that. Oh man. But um, yeah, I've never used it, and I I actually think it's fitting that don't even bother. And I yeah, probably some Slackware users out there that are going to disagree and they're going to never I watch doubt us. We'll whatever. Get, yeah, I doubt we'll get any <laughs> feedback. I I I don't think there's many Linux. So for one thing, we don't have. It's not like we have a huge uh, no right uh, a huge audience. Uh, big, but yeah, audience. even if we did, even, I just think statistically, I don't think there's a lot of Linux gamers out there using Slackware. No, no, definitely not. I don't think there's any. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we've got Solus. I have never used it. I've heard mixed things about it. Okay, so Solus for me, it it's a really good distro. It just lacks now flat packs and, and snaps and such have, have voided the gap, but um, it lacks packages in its package manager and it lacks a lot of features in its package manager because they have their own package manager that they've been saying for years now that they're going to revamp. And I know there's, there are a small team and I'll get, cut them slack for that, but they've been saying they're going to revamp it and it hasn't happened yet. So. I don't know. I mean, it used. I mean, for gaming, it's really good. I shouldn't say it used to. It is still good. I I have used it recently, and I mean it. It has a lot of stuff installed by default for gaming. Um, I don't have to do much setup for it. Um, and like I said, the plasma version of it is amazing. It looks so good. I'm I'm very um. What am I gonna say? Like Torn. it's actually like kind of like a medical thing for me, where I need a dark theme oh. for my for my stuff. And because of my, I get a headache if I'm watching a white screen for a long time. And their dark theme is so thorough on all of their distros that it's list, it, it works amazingly. It, it's you don't even need the the you know um uh to make your screen look orange so that uh, so that it doesn't hurt your for the blue light and all that. You don't even yeah. need so dark on with their um distro but it's not so dark that you can't like read text and stuff like that. Like it's very fluent, but um. Hmm. Yeah, I, I I really like the distro. I, I do, and <laughs> to be honest, it's the fastest. It's the fastest um, install. So it sounds to me like you're almost talking it up a level. You think it should go up? I I I do. I okay. I know. I'm. <laughs> I know we have a lot there, but yeah, there, there's so many good like just on the fence good distros. Yeah, yeah. I think it kind of speaks to. Uh, I think it kind of speaks to where we're at in Linux right now, where everything is just like everything is at least okay. You know, yeah. um, but everything also has like a quirk, you know, there's something yeah, I can think of. Yep. Yeah. There's something I don't like about every one of these distros. Right. But yep. I've, I've been trying to make the, the desktop Linux thing work for so long, uh, that I can say that it is so much better today than it almost, than it ever has been. Mm -hmm. Um, but, uh, but yeah, every, everything has like a, has a pretty decent barrier of like, well, it'll at least do this, you know? Um, yep. All right, so now it's 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 apropos that we ended on Ubuntu. <laughs> this is the the uh, the Linux distro. Is there, is there a trash can here somewhere? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I feel like you've been thinking about that the whole episode. <laughs> wait, wait, there's a poop emoji. Let's do it. <laughs> Can we move the poop emoji onto the onto the symbol? 
Yeah, you had a really bad experience with Ubuntu when we tried it this last time. I did I, not have a good experience, but I didn't. I didn't have as much trouble as you did. I, I okay, so I, I kind of I installed it again after that, and I, I kind of came around to it a little bit. And the main reason I did was when I installed my NVIDIA drivers, it actually used Wayland by default, and that was really impressive to me because I was like, "Wow, that's that's amazing." Until Fedora did the same thing. So now I'm just like, don't care about Ubuntu, Fedora all the way, Red Hat. <laughs> Our Lord and Savior Red Hat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we can't. So the thing is, though, is you can't say Ubuntu's garbage. No, no. And because, I mean, Linux Mint. Yep. <laughs> it's Pop OS. <laughs> <laughs> like, KD Neon. <laughs> yeah, we can't we can't say that they're they're You know, they're profiting, you know, downstream from Ubuntu and uh and then call it so what you're saying garbage. is there should be like a crown at the top when we put that in the crown. No, I wouldn't say <laughs> that either. I think there has been a fall from grace on Ubuntu, but I don't think yeah. it's necessarily on the. Uh, um, I don't know. It's hard to it's hard to describe what I think the problem is. And I guess if if it were if it were easy, they would that you know someone would have solved it. I but. think it's just the natural progression of things mm-hmm. with with every company with every distro. There's always there's always an up upward swing when it's getting it's kind of kind of a slow tick right off the bat and then it starts to gain 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 and then it gets to be like a plateau and then depending on how things go it either drops dramatically or it mm-hmm. stays at that plateau for a long time un- until maybe something you know some competition comes in that they see ooh that we can improve on that and then they make it better than what the competition has you know what I'm yeah. saying. I- yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think that it used to be they were the trendsetters, and mm-hmm. if if I mean I I never can remember if it was Ubuntu or Fedora, but I know that I at least was aware of Ubuntu at the time that I first installed Linux, and I installed both of those around the same time. Um, mm-hmm. But like you know, you used to have install parties where people would you know have LAN parties oh, yeah. and just install Ubuntu, like, like pass around an Ubuntu disk. <laughs> Yeah, there you uh, go. like Ubuntu, like it was like just this exciting thing, like oh, like it's oh, it's wait a minute, this is not this is not Windows or Mac, right, yeah, this is Ubuntu, yeah. and and it just it's it not just, a text command line, right? It just seemed innovative, and I think that the I think that uh maybe that naive world is just long gone. Um, yeah, I think I think you you hit the nail on the head that there when you said the naive world is long. <laughs> yeah, we know now. We're more aware. Even people that I'm introducing to Linux for the first time, um, there there used to be back in the day. It was like, well, you give them Ubuntu, and then they'll they'll learn from that and then go to something else. Yeah. Now I think there's other distributions I would give them that are easier that are easier to use, more user friendly than yep. than vanilla Ubuntu. But just like we said with Debian, you have to acknowledge it's you know its place in the world you know yep yep Hmm. so yeah like i don't think i would take any flavor of ubuntu and just give it to someone i know i would pick either manjaro or or linux mint or something to that effect zorin os i wish zorin was on here i love zorin os i think most like it just in general if i'm just thinking about most people pop os would be better than I, i i i agree with you Except for if they're a Windows user, because it looks so different than Windows, it would be a huge. Yeah, but sometimes they, yeah. So you got two types of users: someone that doesn't care and they just want to, they just want something that right. replaces Windows. Maybe give them Linux Mint. But 
Then right. you got users that like they're looking for a change. They want it to feel new and exciting, which is the way right. Ubuntu used to feel to me. Um, mm-hmm. I think Pop OS fills that void. Yep, I I would agree with that. Yep, because there are there are people looking for different things. But, definitely, yeah. But neither of those distributions could exist without Ubuntu. Nope, definitely not. And neither, not all of these, except for <laughs> one, two, three, four. Yeah, without five Debian. would be without Debian. Yep, <laughs> yep that's true. You know, so yep. it's just like Standing. it's like I always said. There's like five distros. That's it, and all the rest are derivatives. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Well, I think that is an episode. It was a. It I was thought it was a pretty fun, fun one. Yeah, this was a really fun one. I had no idea how that was going to go down, but. <laughs> I like what Yeah, I think it turned out good. Uh so thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe to the YouTube channel. I'm really trying I really like the like the podcast downloads, they just happen. I don't understand where those people come from, but people just that's the way it's always been for me for every podcast yep. I've ever done. People will download podcast episodes. YouTube is so hard. So like if you're listening to this and you don't watch us on YouTube, I would just encourage you just please go subscribe to the YouTube channel. Like we really want to do more video content and try to, you know, promote that, but we'll yeah, always definitely. keep audio at the, you know, at the focus and keep the, uh, the podcast, um, as well. So, um, we just appreciate that support. All right. I guess that's a wrap. Yeah. We'll see you next week. Yep. Oh, 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 I had an I- the idea I wanted to give you. I wanted to give you an Ooh. idea for the fantasy. Okay. Okay. So you've heard of fantasy football. Yeah. Heard of fantasy. I've even seen where they've taken TV shows and done fantasy leagues out of a TV show. Okay. Where you set up a point system based on, you know, I did one for The Walking Dead one time where you picked your team of survivors and then based on how they did on Ooh, the show, okay. you had like a thing. I, I want to do a fantasy distro league or maybe Ooh. it's a fantasy. We need to fit. We got to figure this out behind the scenes, but I want to do some sort of fantasy league where we pick either a distro or like a project or or application and then. We figure out how, you know, maybe they get points based on the number of, uh, you know, milestone releases or, you know, we, we figure out some way to measure this. And then over the course of 2022, you know, we will have like a, we'll have like a draft Ooh, that day. That is really good. Yeah. I like that a lot. We'll have like a draft <laughs> day where we'll draft our team of, of open source projects and then... <laughs> And then over the year, we'll check in every every couple months and see how they've done. It, almost like almost like a predictions episode, but like yeah, yeah, more yeah. in depth. I like that. That's awesome. Yeah. So I oh, we we're need still to, doing this. Yeah, we need to figure this out. Maybe <laughs> we can do this next weekend or something. Uh, we'll do our we'll do our draft pick where we'll pick the <laughs> we'll pick the projects. Um, but anyway, so we'll figure all that out behind the scenes. But uh, um, thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week. Peace. See you.